0: Hola and welcome to Spanish Answers, a podcast that gives you unas llavitas claves as you unlock your Spanish language adventure. I'm your host Sarah with Language Answers, and today in episode 44, we'll be kicking off the New Year's episode lineup by talking about the quote-unquote official language levels and how you can apply that to level up your Spanish. So today's episode is a bit long and it has a lot of links, which I'll of course include as a list in the show notes. But be prepared, there's a lot of information out there. We'll also talk about a cultural tip regarding a new song that I just discovered and which I absolutely love. So in the language learning community, you've probably heard people reference that they're a C3 or an A1 in their target language. What they're talking about is what level they're at in whichever language they are trying to learn. Sometimes people will even be super specific and go so far as to say what levels they're at in their reading, in their writing, in their speaking, and in their listening skills. So what does it mean and who created these quote unquote official language levels? Known as the CEFR or the Common European Framework of Reference for Languages, also known as MCER in Spanish or MSER. It provides a somewhat global framework to measure language proficiency. It looks at how well someone understands their target language through reading and listening, how well they can speak it through interaction and by creating sentences on their own, and how well they can write it. So taking all of these measurements into account, someone's mastery of a foreign language will fall into three main categories. A, which is basic, B, which is independent, and C, which is proficient. Now, each level is further divided into one or two, depending on one's language mastery. For example, A1 is an absolute beginner and A2 is a more advanced beginner. A1, therefore, is the lowest mastery level, whereas C2 is the highest. Makes sense? Now, because these are supposed to be global levels, they are a bit broad. They're rather more like a blanket statement applied to all languages. So this is still really helpful, But, when you're focusing on one specific language, aka Spanish, they're a little too broad for assessing your skills, and that's where reference level descriptions, or LEDs, come in. Instead of being based on generalities, these determine the actual levels of a specific language based on grammar, vocab, etc. And they're developed by national teams rather than the Council of Europe. So this makes their correspondence to the CEFR levels more specific, and in my opinion, more accurate. The Cervantes Institute, or rather, the Instituto Cervantes, developed the RLDs for Spanish. And if you're curious, yes, there is a team that created one for English. Cambridge University Press created the English profile for the RLDs for both American and British English. You can view their vocabulary and their grammar profiles for free online, and they're really cool. You can filter by A1, e 2 B1, B2, etc., they also produced a really helpful English profile information booklet. I've included links to both version 1.0 and version 1.1, and these give some really cool information regarding the different CEFR levels. So, then, what are the Spanish equivalents for the CEFR? The Instituto Cervantes has two Spanish equivalents Diplomas de Español como Lengua Extranjera, DELE, and Servicio Internacional de Evaluación de la Lengua Española, S-I-E-L-E. Now, I don't know if this is how you officially say them, but I like to call them DELE and CIELE. Now, the DELE is a handwritten exam that anyone can take for any type of Spanish, Mexican, Chilean, Castilian, etc. The best part? Your certification doesn't expire. The CNA is very similar to the DELE, except it is taken online, though you can take different modules that focus on a few aspects, like reading and listening comprehension, or reading and writing comprehension, and you have to renew your certification every five years. But both of these certifications are recognized internationally. If you want more information on the DELE or the CIELE, as well as links to free resources to prepare for taking the exams, visit FluentU's great article on multiple language equivalents to the CEFR and study resources. So let's talk about leveling up your Spanish. Whether you're planning to take an exam for work, to study abroad, or just for your personal edification, you probably want to figure out which CEFR level you are currently at. No problem. For a handy, if a bit wordy, reference guide, check out the self assessment table put together by the Council of Europe. I've also included links to the Spanish version, as well as a place where you can get other translations. Because who doesn't love other translations? Come on. Anyways, you can also use the Council of Europe's table for self assessing speech to determine how well you can speak in your target language. Or, and this is my preferred option, you can test yourself with a free online placement test. There are several out there, like the one by the Cervantes Escuela Internacional, Lengalia, or Oxford House. For a more in-depth analysis of the different tests out there, both free and non-free, check out FluentU's site. These online tests are a great way to figure out which level you most likely are at. They'll also help you figure out which official exam level you should apply to take. But just a heads up, while many of them are free, they also often require that you submit your name and email. Now, looking ahead, is there a specific CEFR level that you want to reach? Are you aiming for maybe just a B2, or do you want to go all the way to a C2, or are you more just an A1 type of person, just kind of dabbling in the language? Whatever it is, Cambridge University Press has a cool guide to the CEFR, and in it they give an estimate for how many hours you would need to spend studying your language to achieve each level. So for A1, they suggest 90 to 100 hours, A2 is 180 to 200 hours, B1 is 350 to 400, B2 is 500 to 600, C1 is 700 to 800, C2 is 1000 to 1200. That's a lot of different numbers. This is, of course, from a global perspective, so keep in mind that depending on your native language, learning a foreign language may take more or less time. For example, the Foreign Language Institute divides languages into four categories based on how hard they will be for an English speaker to learn and about how long it will take to reach what they call a, quote, professional working proficiency, unquote. So for category one, which includes languages like Spanish and, to my surprise, Norwegian, it's about 24 to 30 weeks or 600 to 750 classroom hours. In category two, you've got languages like Swahili or German, and that's 36 weeks or about 900 classroom hours. Category three includes Czech or Farsi, and that's 44 weeks or 1100 classroom hours. And finally, category four, which would be languages like Mandarin, Chinese, or Arabic. It'll be about 88 weeks or 2200 classroom hours. Now, remember, these are all just estimates. There are different theories and philosophies on how one can shorten that time, such as the theory on how to really shorten it by fluent in three months, Benny Lewis. And that concludes our episode on the official language levels and some resources on how to test yourself. On our next episode of Spanish Answers, we'll talk about what are commonly referred to as false friends. And now for our cultural tip. Because this has been such a long episode, I decided to do a brief cultural tip rather than focusing on a specific country. So today's cultural tip highlights a new song. Did you know that Carrie Underwood and David Bisbal have done a song together? I know, I couldn't believe it either. With Underwood being an iconic country singer, a style of music that's really specific to America, and David Bisbal being an international pop star from Spain, These two come together in the song Tears of Gold in a fantastic fusion of English and Spanish. I've included a link to the song on my show notes. It's a link that goes to a YouTube video that also has lyrics. It's awesome. Seriously, send me your thoughts on it. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Did you care not one iota for it one way or the other? Send me your thoughts. I'd love to hear what you thought about this song. Well, that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to check out the show notes for links to the resources I used for this episode. If you would prefer to read an approximate transcription of today's episode, you can also visit the episode's blog. I would love to help you on your Spanish journey, so if you have any questions about Spanish culture or grammar, or if you need a personal tutor or a language consultant for your business, you can reach me at contact at languageanswers.com or visit my website for more information at www.languageanswers.com. Remember, learning a language is a lifelong journey. Aprovechalo, disfrútalo, y compártelo. See you in two weeks! ¡Hasta luego!